in the 1996 Summer Olympics, sports icon Floyd Joy Mayweather Jr. won a bronze medal in the semifinals of the featherweight competition. That is to say that he did not win his bout, but he learned a valuable lesson about time and chance that we all should learn. In fact, stay tuned to learn what Floyd learned that fateful day right here on Are You Willing to Hear? Again, it was 1996, and Floyd was set to do battle with Seraphim Todorov. He entered the ring that day, but by the time the fight was over, the ruling, which by all means was an upset, was in favor of Todorov, and it was unsuccessfully contested by the U.S. team. To add insult to injury, the referee, Hamad Havaz Shulman of Egypt had mistakenly raised Mayweather's hand, believing himself that Mayweather had won the bout. What is even more profound about this particular circumstance is that while Floyd Mayweather lost the fight, he went on there, from there to have a perfect 50-0 record in his professional boxing career. Isn't it interesting that while he could have given up, while he could have thrown in the towel, he could have left the arena defeated, but instead he tightened up his bootstraps and fought uncontested for the remainder of his career. In that first fight, a fight that many thought he should have won because of his speed, because of his physicality, because of his athleticism, Floyd lost the fight. But I guarantee you that his record, that 50 and 0, was a direct result of what he learned in that battle. His 50-0 untarnished record came about in a lesson he learned on that night. Well, what did he learn? Floyd learned not to take anything for granted. That just because you are the fastest or the fittest or expected to win does not guarantee you the win. He in that moment gained the understanding that that life offers us no guarantees. There are no guaranteed outcomes in life. There are no predetermined uh, 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 ideas or uh, uh, that our own hard work and our own dedication can take us to where we need to be. Time and chance. King Solomon writes, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill. But time and chance happen to them all. For man also does not know his time. Like fish taken in a cruel net, like birds caught in a snare, so the sons of men are snared in an evil time when it falls suddenly upon them. Solomon teaches us here in this text that we are oftentimes held hostage to these two ideals in life, time and chance. Can I help you today? Doesn't matter how strong you think you are, 
how virtuous you think you are, how religious you think you are, how anointed you think you are, you cannot and will not prosper until it is in the will of God for your life. There are three underlying principles that Solomon brings to our attention about time and chance in the text. The first thing that he brings to our understanding is that there is an appointed time for everything and everyone. Beloved, I want you to know that there is nothing that can happen before it's time. Nothing that we can do to make something happen before it's time. But the good news is that when it comes time, it's definitely time. No one can delay it when it's time. Nothing can hinder it when it's time. Nothing can stop it when it is time. And nothing can block it when it is time. When it is your time, it is your time. The next thing that he brings to our understanding is that not only is there an appointed time for everything and everyone, but there is also an approved purpose for everything and everyone. Psalm 57 and 2 says it like this, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me, that indicates a specific purpose that God has for me. It may not be my purpose, it may not be the purpose that I designated for myself, but it is the will of God concerning my life, and so I submit myself to operate in his purpose. Listen, beloved, there is a purpose for your life. You may not be sure what that purpose is, but God has established that purpose for you since the beginning of time. What it is that he has for you to do in this world, it is for you. And guess what? Nobody can do it better than you. Nobody can do it greater than you. There is an approved purpose for your life. The last thing that he brings to our understanding in the text is that not only is there an appointed time for everything and everyone, not only is there an approved purpose for everything and everyone, but there is also an authentic plan for everything and everyone. A plan is an orderly arrangement of parts of an overall design or objective. The plan are those little parts that help us to reach our ultimate goal. Jeremiah 29, 11 says of the Lord that I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not evil, thoughts that give you an expected end. That expected end, my brothers and my sisters, is the plan of God for your life. It is moving and operating in a way that moves you towards God's destination for your life. And here's the shout of the text. Here's the shout of this message. The shout is that when your appointed time and your approved purpose, they meet up with God's authentic plan, you can't lose. In other words, when it's your season, it's your season. When it's your day, it's your day. What is appointed for you, it is appointed for you. There's no devil in hell that can stop what God has for you. There's no person on earth that can stop what God has appointed for your life. And when you operate in your God-given purpose at the time that God has set up in the ethos of eternity, there's not anything anyone can do about it. If you have enjoyed the lesson that Floyd Mayweather Jr. learned I'm certain you will enjoy our other content. 
Make sure you like this post, subscribe to our page, and hit the bell for notifications from us regarding our new content. We thank you for joining us and remain willing to hear it.